Hey, welcome back. It's time once again for another Army of Game Changers podcast. I'm your host, Vipe Desai, and these weekly podcasts are here to help you through your personal and professional journey. It's time to grow, and with the help of my guests, you're going to get access to great insights that will help you move up and move forward at work or with your startup. This week, I've got another amazing guest. He's an Air Force veteran, former federal prosecutor, current head of Chick-fil-A Community Affairs, and now an author. It's Rodney Bullard. I really enjoyed catching up with him and also talking about his new book, Heroes Wanted, Why the World Needs You to Live Your Heart Out. I know you're going to love this episode, so let's jump right into the conversation. Hey, Rodney, it's Vibe. How are you? What's going on? And tell me about the book. Absolutely. Good morning, Vibe. Um, Truly my pleasure to be a, a part of your podcast and to spend some time with you. I do have a book coming out. It comes out February 20th. It's called Heroes Wanted, Why the World Needs You to Live Out Your Heart. And it is my first book, and it really has been a labor of love. Uh, you know, one of the reasons why I wrote the book uh, can be found on page 26 and 27. When I was in first grade, I had a difficult time reading and I had gone to a very prestigious private school that my mother and my father, my mother an educator, my father, a minister, uh, scraped to send me to the school in first grade. And I didn't know in first grade uh, that they were scraping to send me to the school, but I did know that I was having a difficult time reading in first grade. And the school called my mother and said, hey, Mrs. Bullard, Rodney's not reading on grade level but we would like to put him in a developmentally slower class. And my mother and educator had a, a tough choice to make, and she decided to move me from that school and send me to a less prestigious private school that was closer to where we were living. And I remember the first day I got there, I met a little lady by the name of Mrs. Adams, and she was about yay tall, and I'm six foot two now as a grown man, but I think I was taller than her even in first grade. And I saw Mrs. Adams, and even though she was very short, I was afraid of her because I was afraid she would find out my secret that I, too, had a difficult time reading. And so uh, at the end of the school year, Mrs. Adams called my mother as well, and she said, Mrs. Bullard Rodney is having a difficult time reading, but what she said was different. She said, I see potential in him, and I would like to take him for the summer and have you bring him to me for the summer every day and I'll teach him to read phonetically. I'll spend some extra time with him. And she did just that. Uh, throughout the summer months, I was with Mrs. Adams as the other kids played. And at the end of the summer, I was reading two grade levels ahead of my peers. And frankly, you wouldn't be having me on this podcast if it weren't for Mrs. Adams. She was an unexpected hero. And so the book has a very simple premise. The premise of the book is that anybody can be someone else's hero. And frankly, we all have the capacity and the obligation to do so. It may not be teaching someone to read. It may not be as a teacher. It may just be a smile. It may just be a handshake. It may be just recognizing somebody who's different and crossing difference and divide. And so really, really pleased with uh, the notion of the book, but also in my, in my personal life, I'm pleased that I get a chance to, uh, to work with a great company in Chick-fil-A and with the Kathy family, and I'm really excited about something that just recently happened uh, in, in my work life. Uh, so here in Atlanta, Georgia, there is a neighborhood on the west side of Atlanta 
that Chick-fil-A uh, has paid particular attention to. It's not a neighborhood uh, that is well-to-do. It's, in fact, a neighborhood that we typically would not put a Chick-fil-A in because economically we wouldn't think that it would be viable. But on January 17th, we actually just had a camp out, a CEO camp out, and it was celebrating the opening of a Chick-fil-A restaurant in this neighborhood. It's also celebrating 90 jobs in this neighborhood. Uh, and this neighborhood has completely embraced this Chick-fil-A. Uh, this Chick-fil-A is doing very well. And it's one of many investments. We've invested over $30 million into this neighborhood, uh, whether it be from education, whether it be from safety, housing, early childhood education, the YMCA. Uh, we're really proud of the opportunity to be uh, part of a corporate effort to be heroes to our neighbors. And so we're very pleased with that. Uh, so from a professional standpoint, that's going really well. And I uh, invite my family's going really well. Also, I have a 10-year-old son. I'm married to my uh, my sweetheart from the hospital. We were born three days apart, born in the same hospital here in Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, and so God knows how to take care of babies and fools, and I was both at the time. And so he blessed me with my wife, who's three days younger than me. And so uh, things are going very well for us, and I appreciate the opportunity to share that the book is coming out and to share the message of the book even more. So glad to hear that things are going well, and congratulations on the new book. And look, it just goes to show uh, what would we do without mothers and teachers. And in most cases, our parents and teachers end up becoming our first heroes. So what a great story from your childhood. And look, I love the idea of opening up a Chick-fil-A store in a neighborhood where one might not be viable, but clearly it's going to have an impact on the community with jobs. That's a powerful message to send out to the community. So look, I've, uh, I've read the book. There's so many inspirational messages in there, and you frame them as the nine pillars of heroism. But along your career path, you've probably picked up some key lessons that have helped you to develop and grow your career. What are some of those lessons, and would you share them with my listeners? Absolutely. You know, Vice, I've had the pleasure of serving in the United States Air Force. I went to the Air Force Academy and uh, had the opportunity to really learn uh, at a leadership institution in the Air Force Academy. I also had an opportunity to serve as a JAG, as an attorney in the Air Force. Uh, tried my, my first hearing, legal hearing, on 9-11, and that really crystallized a, a sense of service for me. Uh, then had an opportunity to be a White House fellow uh, and to, at the time as a White House fellow, uh, experience Hurricane Katrina and the difficulty of Hurricane Katrina. Uh, and, and after that, worked as a uh, federal prosecutor with Sally Yates uh, as well here in Atlanta. You know, through much of that, I, I learned a lesson that probably is antithetical to what people would think. And I learned a lesson of forgiveness that really uh, one of the greatest leadership lessons that we can have is that of forgiveness, uh, forgiving ourselves, because there will always be times in which we come short of the mark, particularly if we are trying to be game changers and shoot for uh, a higher mark, particularly if we're trying to help people in unexpected places and in ways that are foreign to us, we're going to falter. We're going to do something that we look back on and say, hmm, I wish I had done something differently. And so forgiving ourselves uh, ourselves is one uh, aspect of forgiveness, but also forgiving others. Because uh, one of the aspects 
in the book talks about connection and reaching out across divide and difference and connecting with people. And that requires a measure of empathy. That requires a measure of forgiveness sometimes. That requires a measure uh, of, of discomfort. And so people will disappoint us. That's going to happen in life. That has happened to all of your listeners, and I'm sure it's happened in your life as well. And not holding on to that and allowing ourselves to get past that to the greater good, I think is very important. Yeah, you're so right. We can be hard on ourselves, but forgiving ourselves and others is the only way to get on to, as you say, the greater good. There's no reason to hold on to the past. It's important to move on, to move forward. Let's shift to leadership. We talked about it earlier in that leaders have the opportunity and the responsibility to unite their teams. What's your message to other leaders who may be struggling to lead their team, their department, or company when challenges arise? You know, my, my message to leaders who are who are in the struggle of leadership is that uh, don't allow it to be a lonely pursuit. Oftentimes we think that leadership, uh, that we should have all the answers for leadership, that somehow we should have all of the uh all, we should be the smartest person in the room. And that's not the case. You know, leadership is, uh, is really at its core about solving hard problems. And it takes a village to solve hard problems. And it takes others and it takes counsel and advice. And so I really would exert your leaders to, uh, to seek counsel, to seek friendship, uh, to seek connection, uh, to seek community and being a leader. Yeah, well, leadership can be lonely, but it doesn't have to be. And it's not about you. It's about solving tough problems. So it makes sense when you say leaders should not be afraid to seek counsel. Look, Rodney, I want to thank you for your service to our country and also to your community. And thank you for sharing such an inspirational message with the release of Heroes Wanted. You've obviously got a busy schedule between the new book, work, and family, and I know my listeners will want to follow you. Where can they do that? Well, I hope people go to RodneyBullard.com, R-O-D-N-E-Y-B-U-L-L-A-R-D.com, or HeroesWantedBook.com, and also follow on Instagram at Rodney.Bullard or Twitter at Rodney.Bullard. Uh, but please, Heroes Warning comes out on February 20th. It's available in all bookstores, Amazon, Barnes & Noble, online. It also will be available on an audiobook version. And I hope that this message really resonates with people personally, but also in a manner of leadership and a manner of community as well. So I appreciate you giving me an opportunity to be with you today. You're very welcome, Rodney. I know your message will resonate with my listeners, and it's perfect timing. I've got one final question for you before we sign off, and that is, was there a single moment that made you decide to write a book? Was there an aha moment? You know, there was. Um, I recall I had just gotten to Chick-fil-A, and I had the opportunity to speak to all the staff at Chick-fil-A. And I was speaking to them because we were planning uh, an event going into uh neighborhood on the west side of Atlanta, and we were going to serve. And I recall that a lady asked me a question. She said, hey, I'm a little bit 
nervous about going to serve in a community that's different than my community, in a neighborhood that's different than my neighborhood. And how can I do that? How can I, how can I connect? What's the best way to serve? I don't want to do this inappropriately, uh, and I'm a little bit nervous. And it came to me, and I told her, just be a friend. Uh, and just be a friend and treat people as you would want to be treated. And as simple as that is, it gave me the thought that we need heroes and that there are neighborhoods, that there are people, that there are opportunities for heroes. And even more, I've seen what happens when we don't have people who are willing to cross difference and divide to be a friend. I think we've all seen the consequences of that. And so that's, sparked really the notion of I can't talk to everybody. I can't tell everybody to be a friend, um, but I can write a book that hopefully spreads that message beyond my particular voice. Look, when you said that, it reminded me of something I heard someone say to me, and that is to have a friend, you need to be a friend. So Excellent. Thank you again for jumping on the podcast, Rodney. Best of luck with the new book, and I hope to catch you on your next trip out here. So take care. Thank you, my friend. I appreciate it. Be blessed. All right, so I'm inspired by Rodney. He's a man after my own heart, and I've really enjoyed reading his book. It's available now, so go ahead and get yourself a copy of Heroes Wanted and get out there and live your heart out. That's it for this episode of the Army of Game Changers podcast. I'll be back soon. More amazing guests are waiting patiently to share their insights, so make sure you're subscribed to my podcast. You don't want to miss out on any of these episodes. I'm Vipe Desai. Thank you for listening, and I hope you have a great week.